America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Believe It or Not, the show where we believe it. Or one time we didn't. Yeah. yeah we should have a tally of all the times we've believed it and all the times we've not. Yeah, I think if you're right. If we could get an infographic on that, yeah. that would be amazing. If a listener can get in on that, um, yeah. maybe uh, make up a. Uh, yeah, if if a you like, if you if you're on uh, the data is beautiful like subreddits, if you like mm-hmm. uh, numbers, letters, alphabets, things like that, type it up. Yeah, type, type, <laughs> type it. Yeah, don't worry. We will credit all work, all sources, anything. Don't don't stress. We're not stealing. Mm-hmm. We're sharing. We're sharing exactly. And uh, Damien, what's new with you? What's happening? I I just had a cold this weekend, so I'm I'm still a little congested. But yeah, I am very congested. But I had COVID nineteen. Yes, COVID nineteen. I don't um, believe I had COVID nineteen. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I was out for a week. Mm. Um, yeah, like I started feeling sick, like last Sunday, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. And then, um, but the night before, the day before, I didn't get any much sleep. And then we recorded and then I finished a rough cut of the new video and I was drinking a lot of coffee. So I thought I was just like over caffeinated Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, because my heart was kind of going fast and stuff. And I was like, okay. And then the next morning I was feeling kind of gross and I still thought it was the same thing, like almost like a coffee hangover. And then like. I think by noon that day, I was like, oh, no, I'm just sick. Yeah, I kind of had that. Uh, it was the those the first day when it was, like, really cold last weekend. Yeah. And I thought just that it was really dry, so I had a scratchy throat. And then it just held on. And I'm like, no, nah, yeah. that's not what it is. Yeah. Now my no, throat, then, I just like... feel like there's, like, a tennis ball right in here. <laughs> I did the one test, and... Uh... Like I put the drops in and then it was like immediately both bars. It's <laughs> like, okay, yep. That's the COVID. And uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, feel you, a little yeah. better now. Just congested. That's good. Have you even left your house? Where did you catch it? Who gave it to you? Uh, well, we went to um, me, Mike and Mariana and some others went to uh, Mike a gave bar. it to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they didn't get sick. <laughs> Nobody I talked to that night got sick. Hmm. Um, and then we went to, we got some like, um, food afterwards and nobody there got sick. So I don't know. Maybe I just picked it up at the grocery store. Maybe. Yeah. That's one thing that you didn't intentionally add to cart. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So yeah. And then I was, I've been in my apartment pretty much nonstop for the last uh, like week and a half, two weeks almost. Wow. Fun. Lucky you. Yeah. I'm uh, like cabin (laughs) fever from Muppets. Yeah. I mean, at least you can still get work done, which is Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, exactly. Although like I had no 
nothing in me for making a video last week. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I downloaded some some videos and stuff and like tried to get through some sermons, but it was like, no, mm-hmm. but getting there now, getting there now. Probably have a Valentine's Day app out. So. Uh, but let's uh, speaking of Valentine's Day. Um, you ever donate sperm? Not yet. No. Well, you know, you don't have any <laughs> little ones running around out there. Not that I am aware of. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, is this about? Are we talking about uh, sperm donation sperm. today? Yeah, we're talking. Sperm? Well, we're talking sperm. about a specific sperm, sperm man. Lord. Sperm yeah. man. Yeah, uh, but let's first talk about sperm. Um, it's going to be a spermy episode. Let's first yeah. talk about artificial insemination. Does God have sperm? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so, right? Because he, how else did he impregnate Mary? Magic. Oh, yeah. I, forgot. I guess in a way, magic. sperm yeah. is kind of magic, right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. You got to wonder that. And that is artificial insemination, right? Mm-hmm. God making Mary have a baby. Yeah, because they didn't actually bang. No, did this they bang? is the... Uh, maybe they did. In Mormonism, they banged, I think. But I don't really? think in regular Christianity they <laughs> In Mormonism, they have a chapter devoted to them fucking? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess God came down as a person and then banged Mary. And, wow. uh, yeah. Did he tell her I... she was God and that's why they banged? Yeah, I think so. Like, hey, I'm God. I'm going to impregnate you now. Um... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to raw dog you and dump it inside. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm God. It's cool. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but uh, the first known artificial insemination was in uh, 1790. Oh wow! Um, John Hunter uh, impregnated a linen draper's wife. Um, <laughs> okay, but I don't know. I don't know how he did that. Maybe with some linens, and but um, I assume they use linens. This just sounds like he just had sex with this guy's wife. That's what it sounds like, yeah. So far. And then, yeah, the next known case is in 1884. Mm-hmm. William Pancoast a, was a professor, and uh, he took the, uh, he took a sample from his best-looking student, and uh, he inseminated what? a woman. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's like, hey, you're, the, you're a good-looking guy. Can I get some of your seed? Uh, so he gets sperm from this guy, and then one of his patients, uh, like, um, was they were having trouble conceiving, so he put the woman under, and then he inseminated her, and then he told the husband, "This is our secret, you know. You guys, you guys later have sex, and then eventually wait, wait uh, she'll she'll be pregnant." Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. We're we're glossing over a lot here that yeah. I think that really needs to be addressed. So he just. Picked a student who he thought was really hot, took their sperm, found a lady who was having fertility troubles, drugged her, put her under, inseminated her against her will, and then told the husband to lie to her about it and just said that he did it. Yeah, exactly. And then 25 years later, they're like, guess what? This is actually this guy's kid. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Uh... Did they? Did the guy find out? The guy who gave his? Uh, oh, that's goo? a good question. I don't know. 
Cause he's like, probably just it, busy being really good looking. What would you do like if if you were in school and your professor's like, "Hey, I think you're a very attractive person. Can I have some <laughs> of your semen?" <laughs> what would you do? I just picture he's like uh, you know Chad from SNL. Um, okay. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you think so? You think that's yeah. what it would be like? Oh, sweet. Yeah, actually, I have a cup right here. Is that good? Oh yeah, I already got a couple jars. <laughs> It's a good question, though. Like, uh, was it like, uh, is this for science or are you just curious? <laughs> I mean, even if it was for science, I don't think I would. I'd be like, uh, maybe once we graduate. Yeah. I don't really like the thought of my professor having jars of my cum. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that idea. I, but I mean, I don't who really knows like... what my professors have of me. So <laughs> That's true. Well, Bible Bob college was different, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. They collected everything there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then in, in 1930s, in the 1930s, um, a, uh, a British obstetrician named Mary Barton uh, founded one of the first fertility clinics. Mm-hmm. And um, she used her husband's uh, sperm to <laughs> inseminate people. And they had hundred he had hundreds of kids. And then, you know, later on... <laughs> It was more done by donations, but for a long time, um, like up until the eighties and nineties, even it wasn't, you had to have fresh, you had to have a fresh supply. So (laughs) it wasn't the frozen stuff we know, we know today. So it was like, and so there's this documentary and we'll talk way more about it, but, uh, called, uh, our father, which is kind of the basis, my inspiration for this episode. But uh, they talk in there about how, like, the nurse would go over to the school. A med student would give the sample in a little, like, um, vial. And then she would put it in her bra to keep it warm when she went back to the <laughs> to the um, <laughs> clinic to impregnate. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you just have the student come over to the clinic? Yeah, that's probably a better idea. I mean, if yeah. you're going to be doing that anyway, why do yeah. you have to like slip it in your between your titties and Yeah, just <laughs> like Is that to like entice the student or something? Yeah, I don't cut know. Cut out the middle boob. Man. Yeah, well the middle yeah. boob was in Total Recall, right? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um but that was a documentary about a, a another guy who um fathered many children. Is this about uh, that that guy yeah. who was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Donald Lee Klein was his name, Dr. Uh, Klein. And this guy is a fucking creep. Have yeah. you ever been to a doctor's office where they have a bunch of Bible verses on the wall? No. Okay. I, no, I don't I went think to so. A, there was a walk-in clinic in Etobicoke that I went to for a while when I lived there. Mm-hmm. And they always had like these embroidered or what a, like cross-stitch, um, that's the word, Um Bible verses all over the wall. And I always thought that was weird because it's like, isn't this like science-based? But well, I mean, I guess there are a lot of scientists who reconcile it with their faith. So yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the doctor's office I go to now also has acupuncture in the same clinic. So I guess it's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that at like massage therapists. They'll have that stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just think like... Having your Bible verses on the wall just is a little like, I don't know. It's not necessarily culturally sensitive to other no. people's beliefs at all. 
Like, yeah, it's, you have I think people so. Yeah, who aren't Christian there. I mean, I don't give a shit what you have on the wall, but yeah. <laughs> and he had like verses about um, just Bible verses and things like that, but also like things about you have to be a Christian in order to be saved and like very, very poochy stuff. Um, like saved by him? Saved by him, Medically? I guess so. Yeah. Are you a Christian? Bad. <laughs> There's some cum. <laughs> he was born in 1938, a former American medical doctor of obstetric. 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 Yep. And a, a Air Force veteran. Um, was he performing on the female planes? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh, so as of now, he's known to have uh, ninety four children. Ninety four. Yeah. Um, and uh, lots of uh, yeah, lots of questions, obviously, of why he would do this because he would get the donations. He told the um, his patients that everyone who donated would donate a maximum of three times, so that there okay. wasn't a bunch of relatives running around out there. And if it wasn't for, like, the website 23andMe, he probably would have gotten away with it. Wow. It wasn't until, like, people started doing that, and then it finds your relatives. And then, so, see, J- Jacoba Bellard was the first one to uh, to mm-hmm. figure this out. And she, you know, went on 23andMe, and then it said she had 10 siblings, 10 half-siblings. She's like, that's weird. And then she talked to her parents, and... Like- would that be 10 half siblings who have also used 23 and me kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So at that point it was just like other siblings who would use 23 and me. And then it's like, Hey, look, these three. And so she, first, obviously it's like, well, that's a mistake. 23 and me sucks. But, and then <laughs> the more she looked into it, they all had that connection with Dr. Klein and yeah. And it wow. grew and it grew and like more and more people found. And so like some people, it was it was the fact that you know the parents went in there and it was the father can conceive or you know mm-hmm. can um, create sperm so they had a donation. Yeah. Others it was like they're having trouble conceiving, but um, they used artificial insemination with the father's. They thought they were using the father's sperm, so they thought yeah. it was like 100. percent This is biologically our child, and he still used his own. So, so like. Why, why would you, why, like, why? Yeah. And what, that's what's the, the, what's the drive for doing that's this? That's the question, right? Like, cause so he's never, I mean, at first he denied, denied, denied. And then he was like, please don't tell the media. Like there's a lot of recordings of him calling his biological daughter and being like, no, please don't tell the media. It's going to break up me and my wife. I'm an elder at my church. It's going to ruin my life. I'm good. You know, it should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I but don't fucking ne- care. Yeah. And the thing is, he always used this verse, which was Jeremiah 1, verse 5. Um, Jeremiah was a bullfrog, was yeah. a good friend of mine. That's exactly the verse. He would always <laughs> use that. I personally, like, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up when somebody quotes Jeremiah. Because, so they're all promises. It's a prophecy Okay. to Jeremiah. And so, like, in the Old Testament, the Israelites are exiled, and they want to get back to Israel. Israel, And so there's these different people in the later half of the um, Old Testament that are, like, the prophets of God that are trying to get people back to Israel. Yeah. And 
Jeremiah, it's all promises about him and why he is a very good person who's going to bring all these people back. And so God's yeah. giving him all these things like motivation almost like you're special, like you're a cool guy. And they're all aimed at him or at Israel, but mostly at him. But now people take it and they apply it to everyone. And they say that because it sounds like these uplifting verses, like Jeremiah so 29, saying, 11. like Jeremiah is a stand in for humanity is like, yeah, right. Yeah. So like Jeremiah 29, 11 is, is the big one year all the time, which is, I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you. But obviously people have been harmed and people have not prospered. So it's either uh, not about them or even if it was, it, it can't be about everybody because not everybody has, you know, has also, happened. also like, how do you, I got plans for you. Plans, big plans. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not to hurt you. Yeah. No, no. Don't worry about that. To help you. But I got plans. Don't you worry. Like that's, that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but okay. But this guy used Jeremiah one five to tell his, you know, plethora of children that uh, that you know this is all part of God's plan. And this verse is: Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So, but mostly before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. So he was trying to make like little cult members. Yeah. And he was like, well, that's just God's, I don't know why this happened, but God, you know, promise God has his promises. And it's like, you do know why this happened because you're the one who did this. Yeah. Like, uh, and he always just played it. Like he was just as much a victim as them. Yeah. I mean, not, not to like downplay the terrible crime that this person committed but like i'm i'm also just like imagining <laughs> it's like an i love lucy situation with like the chocolate backing up kind of thing <laughs> where like like all the all the sperm falls on the ground and they're like we got to get it in surgery it's like oh but, but. And he's like ru- rushing to collect it and it's all over the place yeah you know what i mean it's, or like it's like a steamed ham thing what if i used my own yeah, yeah. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. But so as people are coming forward, they're like, well, what can we do? Like, what actions can we take? And apparently this isn't illegal or it wasn't at this point. So this is like 2015 and uh, 2015. And they're like, yeah, no, there's really no laws about this. But. okay, but are they able to come after them for uh, like child support or or anything like that like nope 
Um, so what they have now, they have sued and um, people have paid, like he has paid different people in different lawsuits. So he has been sued a number of times and there have been lawsuits okay. um, that, that he's had to pay a lot of money. And, um, and they have passed laws since then in some states, but there's still no federal law against this. So, but, and they're like, this is obviously sexual assault. How is this not sexual assault? Like yeah. this is... Um, yeah, this is without their consent. They yeah, you're putting with somebody else. A strange dude's come inside somebody. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. And have you seen the movie The Switch with no. Jason Bateman? No. Okay, it, it's basically so Jason Bateman's in love with Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston goes to a um, fertility clinic, and uh, but he switches it out with his own. And it's a romantic comedy and it's like, oh, zany things happen. But it's like, no, no, he, he, he assaulted her. He, yeah. you know, that's without her consent. And he, yeah, so that's pretty gross. Um, but uh, they played it off as uh, for laughs, but it, it's not really a, you know, funny situation. Who, who wrote um, that movie? What's that? Who wrote that? Oh, actually, that was a guy named Dr. Bonald Blind. (laughs) (laughs) It was his way. That movie came out in 2010? What's that? 2010 that movie came out? Yeah. That's wild. And, uh, but he ended up, the only thing he got charged with was he uh, lied. He lied to... When in the early investigations, he said, no, he didn't use his own sperm ever. Um, and so he got lied for, he got charged for obstruction of justice. And that's the only thing he was ever charged for. And he was already retired at this point. So they couldn't really take his medical license away, but they should. I, I mean, sure that I'm sure he can never get a job again, but still like, yeah. And um, I mean, I hope it, I hope it ruined his life after, but I doubt it. Yeah, I feel it, like I'm sure everyone supported him and they believed the spin that he put on it. Yeah, and like I think he's still with his wife. That was his big concern. And I don't know, maybe his he's probably still involved in his church. They believe he's forgiven. That's what I'm saying. They they yeah. probably believe the spin. He's like, oh, he was just the Lord works in mysterious ways. The former doctor, Donald Klein, used to be an elder with the church. People there did not know the extent that Klein used his own semen in some patients until our report in 2016. Current elders say he admitted to them that he was unethical with this practice, but because he showed remorse, they did not take any disciplinary action within the church at that time. But since then, the elders say that they realize Klein only admitted to a small fraction of what he did and now understand the extent of what happened. If they knew everything back then, they say, they claim that they would have re- he would have been removed. Klein has started attending another church within the last year. Yeah. And uh, he always talked before um, all this came out that, so when he was a young man, he was driving along and a kid jumped out in front of his car and he hit the kid and, and the kid died. And he always oh. said after that, that that's why he got into fertility because he wanted to like this tragic accident, like really affected him and he wanted to help people have kids, but it's like, did he want, um, did he feel bad for taking one kid's life? So he wanted to put a hundred of his own kids in the world. Yeah. It's like a take a penny, leave a penny. Yeah. And, uh, and other people like, 
talk about the fact that he used Jeremiah 1.5 a lot as also the quiverful movement uses that verse a lot. And so like, and their whole thing is just getting as many white Christian babies out into the world or white Christian people out into the world. You know, like. my, my problem with that though, is like, even if you believe that you're getting more white Christian babies out, yeah, you don't have any say in their upbringing or exactly how yeah. they're raised. So yeah, there's no guarantee one way or the other, what they're going to be brought up like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, some people have speculated because, you know, he's blonde hair, blue eye. All the kids are blonde hair, blue eyes. Like if there's like some racism there, right. it's like, yeah, we, you know, that Aryan kind of thing. But again, he's never really said what his reasoning is. Um, probably won't. It was just a compulsive thing. And he probably will never yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did lose his uh, license in 2018. So that, you know, that's a good thing. But Okay, um, so he did lose it. That's good. Yeah, he did lose his license. Um, yeah, and that's the thing, too, is like I, there was one person in the documentary who was like, yeah, yeah, no, uh, God forgives him. He, you know, he made some mistakes, but God's a forgiving God, and he's going to. So obviously. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that that mentality that no matter how much of a huge piece of fucking shit you are, no matter how horrible and awful a person you are. Yeah. So long as you just believe, then you're forgiven for everything. Yeah. Yet if you're like, yeah. if you're an amazing yeah. person who does everything well, does if you don't believe you're fucked. Like that is so <laughs> messed up. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucked up. Yeah. And um, yeah. The gross thing too is, according to one article I was looking at, he's not the only one who's done this shit. Oh, I'm not surprised. There's at least 44 other doctors who have done the same thing. 44. At least 44. Yeah. So, uh, like, I mean, 23andMe and sites like that are probably, like, revealing all this now. But, like, it's just disgusting that they thought they'd get away with it. They thought this was okay. Yeah. So that's, in a nutshell, Sperm Man, Dr. Um, Dr. Cum. Dr. Cum. Any uh, any other thoughts on justification of or Christianity and uh, justifying horrid behavior or just this guy in general? Well, again, I mean, I feel like a lot of the things that uh, Christianity will justify are a lot of sex crimes. Yeah. And uh, I think the fact that because a lot of these things are happening to women by a man is yeah. another reason that it's just kind of like, it's fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, 100%. So a lot of misogyny and then like ignoring sexual assault and yeah. justifying the actions of horrible people who claim to be pious and good. Yeah. It's all just gross. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and the fact that it wasn't a crime, I mean, I know like some things the like, technology makes oh, it so like. It's a crime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, technology makes it some like as things go. Like at, at one point, they had to be like, "Oh yeah, revenge porn that should be illegal," and then they passed yeah. laws to make it illegal. But before that, it was like, "Well, it just wasn't a thing we knew about." Um, yeah, and and this is one thing where it's like, okay, well now we know that this happens and should be illegal. Like I think I think it should already be covered under like current Something. sexual assault laws. You like, would I think, think. yeah. 
Because, like, if you, and this is gross, but if you're, like, just to throw, like, on the street and you walk up to somebody and throw your, your stuff at them, you're going to get a, arrested for sexual assault. Like, how is yeah. this any different? I think impregnating right. someone with it is borderline rape. Yeah. Oh, I think so, too. Yeah. 100 p. Yeah. And you have proof. Like, <laughs> DNA test your kid. Yeah. Exactly. I, I didn't authorize that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about people who are good, then. All right. Let's talk let's... about our patrons. Jesus Christ, our Lord. And... Oh, <laughs> our patrons, right? Oh my God! Wow! Thank you so much! Oh, wow. thank you! Oh, thank you! Thank you so much! Hey everybody, welcome to the Bible study. Uh, today we're studying the beautiful story of God in the Bible and um, yeah. all the people and, God uh, impregnated. Spoiler alert, uh, God is good. God is great. Oh, he's so great in the Bible. So, yeah, I mean, so I know I didn't want to ruin the book for anybody, but yeah, had to let you know. Yeah, there's that beautiful story where uh, Lot's daughters get lot really drunk and then they have their way with them because yeah. they want to get pregnant wish they wish wish they the, they were my daughters probably that's what everyone's thinking right now <laughs> yeah when they read that right yeah probably like a holy holy bible oh, wow. oh a holy bible indeed yeah kind of gross actually yeah, if you think about it. Wow. yeah. wow that is a yeah. lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um first should we um, pray for something? Yes. We have some people to pray for today. We want to pray for our friends, MC Racy, uh, Christy. Let's not forget Matt and Andrew. And last but not least, Paige. Mm. And I have a huge prayer request for uh, Marina. Oh. Um, I just, uh, Marina's been, you know, Jet jet set sailing around yeah. the world, and um, just high fiving people all over planet Earth, um, but not documenting how many people they're high fiving. And it's like that's great. I'm really glad you're doing that. But you could be going for a world record. Like you could be really accomplishing something. But they just keep saying, "Oh, this is for my own, you know, uh, pleasure." for my own self-worth to go around and just high-five everyone I meet and, yeah. you know, seeing how many people I can high-five around the world. It's like, that's great, but uh, just keep track, you know? Yeah. The world needs to know. We're just going to lift up Marina and we're going to lift up everybody else. Lift them up high. Hot, hot air balloon in the sky to yeah. Jesus. Get us all closer to God. Amen. Amen. Um, speaking of Jesus Christ, God, our Lord, um, should we uh, do some Christian rock lyrics? I'd love a, a rock lyric of the Christian persuasion. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. Okay, so this song is called Always. You know, like that Steven Spielberg movie. Oh, I was going to say like the feminine hygiene product. Oh yeah, like that, or um, <laughs> from Harry Potter when he goes always. Oh, Snape. 
I don't remember. Doctor Doctor Snape said always at one point. Right. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm sure he did. But <laughs> this is from a band called Seventh Day Slumber. Oh, because on the seventh day he rested. Yes, exactly. And this is right. a bad, terrible song. It's like so. So it's from uh, 2008, and it sounds like it's from. It sounds like it's a Christian band from 2008. That's how bad it is. You know, it's like if you were to be like, um, what genre is this and what year did it come out? You'd be like, oh, that is a Christian rock song from uh, 2008. So it's pretty bad. Cool. Um, and it goes like this. I'll never find the words to say how beautiful you are, my son. And every day that this life brings, you have to know how much you're loved. Even when I'm far away, I will dream of you tonight. I will pray to God to bless your life always, always. As you grow and start to change, I will love you just the same, always, always. And when you feel like giving up, I will walk you through the pain. And when you feel like life's too much, remember Jesus is your strength, always. And then it goes on and talks about how he's just going to be the best dad ever to his little son. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, it was a little creepy. Like he was trying to fuck his son for the first bit. And then it yeah. just kind of got like, all right, cool, I guess. But it was also kind of like, also seemed to be like, oh, you're pretty sad and depressed, but don't worry. Jesus is here for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not the way to go about it. Yeah, I'm going to be rocking out with my Christian man. Uh, so with I won't really Christian see you that much, but out. just remember that. <laughs> Just remember that Jesus is there. So I don't really need to be, but I'll write the song about you. I'm going to be uh, fucking church girls. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a, what a bad song. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of this band? Seventh Day Slumber. Yeah, I'm going to Seventh Day Slumber through this one, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those songs you put on when you want to fall asleep, except for it's so bad it keeps you awake. <laughs> I've definitely had that. You put on a playlist to sleep and you're like, this is not doing what it's supposed to. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I did that last night. Like usually I'll put on like just whatever music. It's kind of low, but last night I put it on. It was like Nirvana. Okay. That doesn't really work. Um, <laughs> oh, and here we go. That's uh, smashing pumpkins. Great. Uh, and some, some of why, the, why yeah. are you just, you're just playing grunge music. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just like all nineties music. I'm like, okay, this isn't working. Uh, I like some Smash or Smash Pumpkins would be good. I almost said Smash Man, but Smash they, you Pumpkins. Know, so I switch, I switch it up, and I put on some uh, explosions in the sky. Fireworks? You just put no, on the band. A, play, a playlist of fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. But folks, um, we gotta we gotta keep it short. Well, we're done anyway, so. Uh, yeah. You've all been wonderful. Bye. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.